And welcome into the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio, live in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Jake Miller alongside Brett Hollander, Marcus Young, intern Jack, Tennessee. Absolutely just shellacked Vanderbilt on Saturday. Tennessee wins that game by a score of 88-53. to At one point, I looked up and we were up 66-28. to And at that point, I realized there was no chance that Vanderbilt would come back in this game. Only had one guy from Vanderbilt get in to double digits. And that was Van Allen Lubin scoring 10. Vanderbilt only shooting 33% from the field. Tennessee Tennessee shooting 47.8% from the field. All five starters got to double digits. Tobey Awaka got to nine. Cameron Carr finally getting some shots to fall. That was good to see because you could tell over the past few weeks that Cameron Carr, and y'all can chime in too on this, but it really seemed like he was really struggling with his shot. It's like he was almost like he was struggling mentally with his shot. And that's why we were all pulling for him. It's because, you know, obviously the guy's going through something, whether that be just a basketball thing or whether it's something happening outside of the team. But that was good to see getting him in the game, seeing some shots go down. He got 13 minutes along with Freddie DeLeon. He got 13 minutes. So that's something I think that we were all kind of looking forward to is the fact that we were going to get to see some guys get in the game that haven't got that many minutes this year. Of course, Freddie finishes with two points, two assists. But Cameron Carr, fantastic job. Tennessee baseballs headed southwest down to Dallas this weekend, in which you pick up a big win on Friday, and then you drop a game on Saturday. Which, is anybody really upset about that? Because I had said on Friday I thought we'd go 2-1 and one down. I didn't think we'd lose to Oklahoma. I thought we'd lose to Baylor. But all in all, Tennessee goes 2-1, down at the Shriners Classic down in Dallas. Brett, how are we doing this morning, man? Good, man. It was, it was a good weekend. Uh, obviously, a lot of a lot of good stuff from the Vols uh, and a lot of sports, uh, not just the basketball and baseball. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, no, it was a good weekend. Uh, you know, it was good to see the Vols just take care of business again. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't mess around with Vandy, got it done. You know, we're able to limit, connect, uh, Zakai minutes, uh, get them some rest because it was a quick turnaround. We'll play tomorrow night. So, mm-hmm. uh, and Cameron Carr, yeah, I mean, he's not bashful. Well, I will say that. Right. He, he'll, he gets in and he shoots it. And, uh, I mean, I don't hate it, but, uh, no, it was a good weekend. And as far as baseball goes, uh, I mean, baseball's a long season. You're not going to go undefeated. Um, nobody you know, ever does. You had a lot of new, uh, new faces we haven't seen. I didn't get to really watch it just because of that whole flow sports thing. I was just following along on Twitter and oh, stuff. Oh, we're going to talk about that here momentarily. And, you know, obviously you had some transfers that really stepped up and looked like they're going to be your guys this year. And, uh, you know, it was it was good to see. And, uh, you know, came home with the championship, you know, tournament champions down there based on run differential. So, it was good. It was a good weekend. So, happy to see it. Absolutely. Marcus, how are you, sir? Uh, good. I'm good. Good. Yeah. Jack, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing good, too, yeah. Um, I went skiing over the weekend with my dad and what? sister in North Carolina. Nice. It was really fun. Sugar Mountain. Y'all should check it out sometime. It was fun. I did not envision that <laughs> as Him the response. Oh, uh, going skiing? That is <laughs> – wow. It was fun, man. 
So that's uh, that that's interesting. Yeah, man, that's Olympic sport. You gotta watch it. No, <laughs> no. Well, Are you a big skier? No, that's the second time. I've oh, done okay. It. Just gotta get him to watch an Olympic sport. You ski or snowboard though? I ski. Yeah, okay. I, I've never snowboarded. That seems way harder. I'll tell you what. If we have a yeah. Tennessee vol that is swimming, I will watch swimming. We might. You never know. Uh, we got We're a, everywhere. We got a couple working on it. Yeah. So I we've mean, we've had some in the past. Yeah, the Olympic trials are coming up here um, this summer, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'll check it out. I very well might. Of course, we can't really give you any results from the betting tracker from this past weekend because a lot of the bets that were placed, uh, well, that has not happened yet. Didn't we make other picks besides the race? We did. Everyone that picked Tennessee minus one and a half, mm. you hit. But something that I was looking at, I was like, wow, I put a lot of picks on NASCAR this weekend and we did not get that race that race will happen today at four o'clock that will be the dates on a 500 the Xfinity series race was supposed to happen on saturday gets postponed to 11 o'clock today and now that's being postponed until after the cup race supposedly because well, of the rain when you google it it does still say 11 though so i don't know i that was just a tweet i had seen would it make more sense i so, mean is it well, it, it is like this is coming straight from NASCAR. This was published uh, not long ago that it, it has, been, after- yeah, it has been moved to nine o'clock tonight. Gosh, so is that better or worse uh, for these guys? It, well, if you're racing in both, I would say it's better because if you are racing in the 500 along with the 300, mm-hmm. so you're basically racing and driving a car 800 miles in a span of 12 hours. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. That's and I mean, for reference, it's, ever, that's ne- hardly ever been done, right? That's not, uh, it doesn't happen often. I'll say that much. Yeah, but you know, one of the things that you have to take into account with this is this isn't like going for a stroll in your Silverado, your Tundra, yeah. your Kia Telluride. It's not like going for a stroll in that. Imagine taking two bricks and then holding them out in front of you, and then holding it there for about I don't know five hours. That's tough. The only thing that's saving them is it's not hot. You know, it's like going to be barely 50 degrees, right? Does that that helps. Gotta help, you know? Well, I mean, it definitely helps because when you get into these cars, there is no AC. The only, yeah. you know, flowing air that you're getting is a tube that runs to the helmet that is in one of the back plastic panels they use as a window. They call it a window. It's not really a window. But that's the only airflow you're getting into the car. Yeah. That's tough. That stuff sometimes it gets up to 150 degrees. A lot of these guys lose about 10 pounds of water weight per race. Very interesting. Jumping back to this basketball game really quick. Out of the starting five, or even anybody on the bench, go around the room. Who was your MVP of the weekend? Like in basketball? Yes, for the basketballs. I mean, I, I think I said on Friday, I thought all five starters would be double figures. And um, they were. I mean, you got to – I mean, take your pick. I mean, you just go – I mean, seeing Vescovy go four or five from three is awesome. I mean, we shot an incredible percentage all around. Um, and we shared the ball. 28 assists on 33 made baskets is awesome. Uh, I guess for me, I think it would be Vescovy uh, just because you were hoping to – hopefully this starts something for him. Uh, I mean, he went 12 and five assists. So, um, you expect Ziegler and Connect to do their thing. So, I was happy to see Vescovy – Score is 12 in 22 minutes. I'd go with Vescovy. Marcus, 
your MVP. Or Visco. Uh, I'd probably go with Sakai. I mean, he, he played a great game, 14 points, 5 assists. He was 5 of 6 from the field, 4 of 5 from the 3. Had a couple steals. Uh, I thought he played really well overall. Jack? Yeah, I think all the starters played really well. I think I'd go with Cameron Carr just because if – Somehow we we can get him in the rotation and he can come in one tournament game and just mm-hmm. hit a three or two. That that could be the difference in a basketball game. So hopefully we can get him in the system. I'm gonna actually go. I'm gonna you know Taylor off of Marcus here. I'm gonna go with Zakai Ziegler. 14 points, five assists, two steals. Went five of six from the field. Only played 24 minutes. But that's all you need him to do. Shot four or five from three, and I would say that's probably your best performance across the board. Now Jonas, of course. Had 11 points mm-hmm. and eight rebounds with three blocks. But, you know, 50% from the field, one or two from the free throw line. You know, missed free throws. Those, like I said, those are the things that absolutely drive me up the wall. I can't stand missed free throws. That's the one thing I cannot stand. Between that and people not showering. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? That's uh, free throws and not showering. Those are two very different things. Yes. Missed free throws. And not showering. The two worst things on the face of this earth. Now, NBA All-Star game happened this weekend. Mac McClung. That guy is insane, man. That dunk contest was terrible. Mac McClung. (laughs) It was terrible. Dude, his dunks were incredible. I mean, just because he's small. But you've seen all his dunks before. I'm with Brett on this one. The the dunk contest was. Or Jaylen oh, you're Brown. just mad because Jalen Brown didn't win no, the dunk I contest. Thought, I thought his dunks were pretty lame, honestly. Yeah, like I, I like that one. McClung like dropped it and caught it again, threw it over his head. I mean, come on, it wasn't. That's cool, dude. Come on, you gotta uh, give it a little I mean, I know it's hard because you're trying to think of stuff that hasn't been done before. But mm-hmm. overall, it wasn't great. But I thought McClung definitely deserved to win. See, my favorite one is still when he went over top of the dude. This is not this past year's, but last year's. Uh, dunk contest when he grabbed the ball as the dude's holding it on his head and then taps the backboard with it then throws it down yeah, no, that's, that's probably a, still that, my favorite one that's a great dunk no doubt but it was it was not very good overall did anyone watch the all-star game nope uh i watched some of Bits it yeah. And pieces yeah. yeah i mean it was the only thing on last night <laughs> apparently lebron james hates getting praise getting praise i saw that quote too it was it was strange, but it was like his way of trying to be humble, I guess. But it, uh, let's just be real, like that's just not true. He just right. like, do you really think anyone asked him at any point? Hey, LeBron, are you gonna are you gonna do a farewell tour? You gonna are you gonna do that? Well, they did ask him. No, he if yeah. you watch in the press conference, he says a couple of days ago somebody asked me if I was gonna do a fair. I don't I don't buy that. I think this is him uh, trying to bring it up. I hope mm-hmm. he gets one. LeCap. It's his, yeah, for sure. LeCap. <laughs> nice. He's, he, of course he's going to do one. He said he's 50-50. I can tell you right now which 50-50 he's leaning towards. Yes. He wants the attention. Are you kidding me? That's all he cares oh, about. I mean, he deserves it, too. Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but, like, to go up there and act like, oh, I don't know, I, I you know, I might pull a Tim Duncan and just go out. Like, we all know what you're going to do. You're LeBron, man. You want the attention. You want to be like Kobe. You want to be like Jordan. Like, you want the attention. That I mean, Dwight Howard wanted attention. I mean, they gave him a tribute in Atlanta, and he only played there for one season. 
they did a Dwight Howard tribute with the Hawks, and he played there for one year. For LeBron to pretend that he that he doesn't like the attention, come on, man! Like you love it, don't act like you don't. You wouldn't have done him. You wouldn't have done Space Champs too if you didn't like the attention. Because <laughs> oh. let's be honest, that movie was terrible. That was pretty bad. Like you wouldn't have done that if you didn't enjoy the attention. Oh, Michael Jordan's rolling over in his grave watching Space Jam too. You wouldn't be the only good part about that movie was when they thought they had Michael Jordan. And it was Michael B. Jordan. That was the best scene in the whole movie. But besides that, like. You don't go to L.A. if you don't want the attention because L.A. you got the spotlight on you. Don't don't act like you don't have that. You go to L.A. I mean, it doesn't matter where he plays; he's gonna have the spotlight. Yeah, but it's magnified when you're in a city like L.A., like Hollywood, all that well, that's stuff. That's where all the stars are. That's where all that's the greats played. Where you? Besides, not all ba- the besides Boston. Exactly. I can't think of another place. Chicago. I mean, one guy. Miami. Scotty Pippen's pretty great. Well, I know. I mean, without Pippen, Jordan may not have a championship. I'm just pointing out, like, he goes to L.A. because of the attention. Let's not – like, he, I'm a Tony Kukoc guy myself. He he could go anywhere. Stars would where probably follow gonna, him. Yeah, where are you going to go? He he, could go? It helps his brand. He could go – the brand that him wants attention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my okay. point. We're, we're agreeing, but you're arguing with I me. Mean, I mean, I'm getting attention why. on the radio right now. Yeah, okay, but let, but – and then he also has a podcast. Like he has all up. this stuff. Every NBA player has a podcast. I'm just pointing out him saying that he doesn't like attention is completely cap. Like, like Jack said, he, he copyrighted won- that. You owe him money. No, he didn't copyright that. That's been going on. Like he, he did. Co- what was he trying to copyright? Taco Tuesday. Like <laughs> cap. Yeah, to act like that wasn't him trying to have attention on him. Come on. Goodness. That was all attention based. The only LeBron James product that I will endorse is his pizza restaurant that he has an investment in. That's the uh, only one. Is it good? Pretty great. What is it? Isn't like, it Blaze? Oh, it. What's Blaze? Who has Blaze? Somebody has Blaze. I'm gonna charge you five hundred dollars for that. <laughs> well, who is it? <laughs> it's yes. No free ads. <laughs> no free ads. Sorry. Don't go I, there. You asked the question. I, I just gave you a statement. I didn't ask a question. I just gave a statement. Golly. I said who? I just asked the question. Let's go to the phones for the first <laughs> time today. Eight six five five four six eight two zero zero. Your number if you want to hop on. Let's get Daniel in here first. What do you say, Daniel? I think Brett and Marcus would argue about the sky. Yes. You can't attack my guys. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna protect them. No, he's gonna protect LeBron. Because LeBron, he's, LeBron, he's, he's protecting. Oh, yeah, he does. Am I wrong? Am I wrong, Daniel? Does he not want attention though? Who doesn't? I mean, I'm a I'm a LeBron fan, so you ain't gonna have. Oh. I mean, yeah, yeah, he. I mean, yeah, he does, but doesn't everybody? Yes. So I mean, that's like that's. You know, it's six one way, half dozen the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm a conceited person that named a show it, after myself. Yes. <laughs> touche, touche. I, it's got to be Vesco. The dude's been the, the yeah. dude's been silent all season. It's got to be Vesco, right? Yep. That's what I said. And I will say that even when he's not, you know, lighting up the points column, he's contributing to the games in other ways. The biggest thing with yeah. him, and it's the same thing with Cam. Yeah, but Ricard. we want to see him score. We need him to score. Well, that's yeah, the, yeah we yeah, need you, him to score. You gotta have him score. I, gotta have him. Yeah, because Ganey, what Ganey do? O of eight. Ganey, uh, Ganey was. Uh, so yes. I mean, oh, not six. that you needed Ganey the other day, but I mean, hey, what, what was Ganey's minutes, real quick? Does anybody know? Because I, I, was it twenty? Yeah. That's yeah, that's that's there's he brings you no benefit for no. twenty minutes and no points. And, he, and, I mean, he brings, you know, benefit, yeah, he had you one know, point. <laughs> last week as well. So, I mean, he just uh, – I'm just not 
I just don't think he needs to be getting 20 minutes. I think he needs to be getting about 10 and mm-hmm. coming in and giving you some buckets. Just like Cam Carr, that's exactly what he needs to do, come off and give you some buckets. Mm-hmm. There's always that guy in the, in, the, in the tournament that you don't scout for that comes out and, like, he could be that guy, will he, or I don't know. But, you know, he's, he's got a lot of promise, that dude does. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that's one of the things, you know, like we were talking about earlier in the show, is, like, you, you had Bescoby who was struggling with his shot, Cameron Carr, you know, every time he'd get in the game, it seemed like he was either hitting the top of the backboard or the side of the backboard. So, I mean, these guys are obviously struggling with their shot mentally. So, I mean, that's why we're all pulling for these guys. And that's why I think everybody's excited to see both of them do well. Same goes for Josiah Jordan-James. You know, when he's off, you know, everyone is mad because he's not making shots. But, I mean, the guy's struggling with his shot. That's why we pull for these guys. It's because we want them to get back in that rhythm because we know how they can play. We just need them to execute on that level, not in and not out. Jake, I love the slam dunk contest. When I was a kid, I always remember tuning in and watching it and loving it. And um, but I'm telling you, that event is a shell of itself. Um, this 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 weekend was was terrible. I mean, you have a and I I, I like Matt McClung. I, last year was a fantastic. I mean, what he did, no one expected it. He came out and rocked the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just. You got a guy coming from the G League to be in, in in the in the in the dunk contest. You can't get. You tell me you can't get four star players. You, the only dude out there that anybody knows was Jalen Brown. I mean, and he and he absolutely stunk the stunk hey. the floor up that night. I mean, it was terrible. I mean, he tried to do that like that no look, and he was looking. His eyes were wide <laughs> open. He, he tried to put his he tried to put his head in his elbow, and, it, and he was like looking straight at the rim. The only professional sports organization that has it down is the MLB. The, the home run derby is still the king of them all, and the slam dunk contest was right there at it. But it's a shell of itself, and they got to get something done about the NBA All-Star game. I mean, scoring over 200 points for one team is stupid. That does not happen in a regular game. No. It's just it's – just, they got to get That's a, a hard play. one to fix. I mean, unless you can get these guys to – play defense they're not going to do it no, I mean, <laughs> you know yeah, you even they're i mean i mean, right. I mean regular regular season nba games some teams have scored 170 150 i mean that's just the way it is these days i have a great Boston idea. won the other day 150 to 80 i guarantee I mean, you on. we could put on a better slam dunk contest on this show we'll lower the goal to eight foot that way i can dunk you're crazy but yeah, <laughs> we can put on a better slam dunk contest than no, what we saw we on can't. saturday night <laughs> I, I i will say this um yeah nba's NBA basketball isn't worth watching to the playoffs anymore. Um, mm-hmm. It just, I think, I think like uh, like the goat said the other night, LeBron said that they have to, uh, they got to figure something out about about getting this basketball, the All Star game, a little bit more competitive. But um, I don't know. I don't like like Brett said. What do you do? I don't know. They got to buy in for defense. But they don't play defense during the regular season, just like nice. Jimmy Butler. He turns it on in, in the playoffs, like your guy does, Jake. Your guy down there heat culture uh but it's just yeah it's just like that that event show itself and it's a shame because it was absolutely one of the one of my favorite things to watch uh big big week coming up got a revenge saturday boys we get yeah. we're out for blood <laughs> y'all have a good day and go ball appreciate the phone call daniel stay with us the gi jake show marches on right here on fan run radio 
ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the Here on the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. Guys, pick you up some White Claw Hard Seltzer. Must be 21 and older. Please drink responsibly. Tennessee now sits one game back to Alabama in the race for the SEC regular season title. Rounding out your top five, you got Alabama leading the conference right now at 10 and 2. Tennessee 9 and 3. Auburn a game and a half back at 9 and 4. South Carolina now a game and a half back after uh, a very bad week. For South Carolina, they are now at nine and four in conference as well. Florida, Kentucky, tied for fifth in the conference right now. Both two games back, sitting at eight and four in conference play. You look at the team's remaining schedules. You look at Alabama coming up. They have Florida at Kentucky, at Ole Miss, home versus Tennessee, at Florida, and then rounded out with with a terrible Arkansas team. How many of those last six games can you see Alabama losing? Uh, yeah, Florida twice. Florida's at home, so I don't see them losing there. Maybe at Kentucky. Maybe we come down there and beat them. And maybe at Florida. I could see them losing maybe three. I think it's vital that Tennessee wins that game. Which one? Against Alabama. Well, I mean, yeah, you don't want to lose one. I mean, but they, there's something else at home. And we don't play well down there. I could see, uh, I could see Alabama losing to Ole Miss. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I, mean, I, mean, I don't hate the, the take. They're on the road. Ole Miss has been. They've only lost one game at home, so. Like yeah, Ole Miss is you know right now they're nineteen and six, six and six in the SEC. They're they're competitive right now, um, so I, I could see them with the upset. Uh, I can see them losing to Kentucky on the road. Um, I think they'll. I think they'll sweep Florida. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, Florida. Florida's. I think too shaky right now. Um, they've had games where they've looked really good, but I've also know. had games where they looked really bad. Yeah, I just don't really trust Florida. Um, and then they'll beat Arkansas. Um, yeah, obviously the Tennessee game is going to be a big one. Um. They, I'm trying to see, like obviously we beat them pretty hev- pretty handedly at home, but mm-hmm. like Brett said, that that was in Knoxville. Can we do it on the road in Alabama? I'm, I'm trying to see. I think right now, I think they are undefeated at home in the SEC. Okay. I think they're only yeah, they're only losses in the SEC right now. Have both been on the road, so it's a big matchup. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what what we can do because yeah uh auburn lost south carolina lost which jumped us up to number two so to to take over that lead well speaking of number two purdue went down yesterday yes they did to ohio state which is really a bad loss yes it is first game for that interim head coach alabama Mm -hmm. scored 900 points in four of the last six games offensively Hmm. 
What's happened? They've scored over 100 points in four of their last six games. Well, oh, well one tough. one was 99. I'm counting as 100. I mean, you know, yeah, like, it's basically 100. I mean, 85. I mean, they lost to Auburn, scored 81. So, <laughs> I mean, they they shoot it. And that's their thing. And, I mean, I don't know. It's between Connect and Sears right now for probably conference player of the year. And the way I would break that, if I'm the committee that's you know handling these awards, is I'm not just looking by per game stats. I'm looking. They might by, share it too. They very well might, but I'm looking at the per forty minutes line, because if you go like per forty minutes, Dalton Connect's averaging like twenty seven point eight points per game in conference play. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and that's well, no, that's just per forty minutes throughout the entirety of the season for like every forty minutes that he oh, plays. That's what he's averaging. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I know his season average is only twenty. Right. But if you break it down by the advanced analytics, that's what he's scoring. Mm-hmm. So you look at Tennessee, the remainder of our schedule, it's Missouri on the road. Um, Missouri's just bad. I mean, I mean they're on 12. They're <laughs> the bad, bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're not going to lose that game. The no. get in price of that game is two bucks. <laughs> like, you can get into that game cheaper than you can buy a Happy Meal, buy a double cheeseburger. <laughs> like, think about that. Hey, kids. You want to go to McDonald's, get you a double cheeseburger, or you want to go to a basketball game? Uh, Dad, Missouri's bad. I'd rather just take the cheeseburger. Why did I sound like Stone Cold Steve Austin? That's not who I thought you sounded like. I thought you sounded like uh, Bear? Jesse Ventura. Uh, 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 Marcus, play play Wonderwall, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just do the double cheeseburger, man. You sound closer to Jesse to me, man. <laughs> so is South Carolina reverting back to what they were supposed to be? There's the, a conspiracy going on with the their pizza. At the beginning of the season? I don't know if South Carolina is reverting back. I mean, they, I mean, we had a bad. They had a sixteen-point lead, I think, this weekend. And lost to LSU. We've uh, had bad streaks too. I mean, that, that's pretty bad. They got beat by forty the game before that. Yeah, I don't know if South Carolina is reverting back to their old self. Um, I mean, they might be doing the same thing that Wisconsin's doing, though. I mean, think about that. Wisconsin's been bad. Wisconsin has been bad, bad. I think recently, lost five or six or six or seven. Yeah, I mean, you got to think this is a team that was number six in the country, and all of a sudden they have just been in a free fall. Yep. Ever since. They're reminding me a lot of that 2000 and 2001 Tennessee team, Jerry Green's last year, in which we were, I think, got up to number seven or number five in the country and then just did a free fall mm-hmm. at the end of the year. Almost like there was talks that we wouldn't even make the tournament. And then you get bounced by Charlotte. You only got an eight seed and you get bounced by Charlotte in the first round. That's how bad that was. But, I mean, you look at Tennessee's next two games. I expect us to handle Missouri and I expect us to handle Texas A&M. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to come up here and do exactly. It's more what depressing they're... watching AM now because they lose to Vandy, get smoked by Bama. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like you watch that game and we didn't show up. And if you just show up, possibly you just beat them. Yeah. Whether you play bad, you didn't show up though. I mean that's the thing is like we. Now we've showed up the last two games and shown what we are. We just hammered these teams we should hammer. Yeah, I mean you got two thirty-point wins. Yeah. A thirty-five-point win. Realistically, you're going to be probably a twenty-point favorite tomorrow night. Right. Oh, every bit of a 20-point favor. We were 20-and-a-half against Vanderbilt. We covered that. I expect it to be a 20-and-a-half against Missouri. I don't know. We're on the road. We might be a 17-and-a-half, 18-and-a-half point favorite, but I expect it's covered. What time is the game tomorrow? Is it late? No, it's 7 o'clock. I can actually oh, okay. watch that one and go to bed. There you go. Yeah. Saturday, that's a different story. 8 o'clock. So, I guess you're hoping the Xfinity race isn't at 9 o'clock, though, right? Do you watch Xfinity much? Yeah. Would you stay up and watch it if oh, it's Xfinity, 9 o'clock? Xfinity and truck racing, that's the better product. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cup series. I didn't know if you'd stay up and watch it since if it doesn't start till 9, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll stay up and watch that. Yeah. Because, I mean, you only get those once a week. I got you. Yeah. But that's going to be 
very interesting to watch. I was hoping we'd have some live coverage for you throughout the second yeah, hour. That's Oh, wait. <laughs> it's not there anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, you were about to point to a Phantom TV yeah. <laughs> back there. Studio upgrades are coming along nicely. Yeah. Excited. Of course, we only did a one-hour show this past Friday for that very reason. And, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, what the finished product looks like. You know, mm-hmm. we've been making some, uh, making a lot of headway on that place. It's going to be better as far as going on camera. It's going to be really just an overall better feel. It's got a window. It's got a window. <laughs> and no. Right, we can see the outside world. Yeah. And no carpet. No carpet. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Poor Marcus. He's probably about to get mesothelioma from sitting back there behind that board with all that carpet. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, there'd be uh, worse ways to go. I mean, like you're working on being the face of one of the mesothelioma commercials, Marcus. Did you once produce up against a carpeted wall and are now sick? Call this hotline and we'll get you the money you deserve. Dear goodness. <laughs> Just shows Mark is getting zapped with an EKG. <laughs> <laughs> He's back there getting mad right now. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking about, I'm just thinking about what my commercial would be like. I'm trying to think if I look sad, like if I try to look like one of those dogs in those arms of an angel commercial, you know. Oh or, no, I've got uh, just the picture for that. Oh no, I've got just the picture for that. Don't forget, Marcus. When you're around me, random pictures just all of a sudden just appear. Yeah, I remember you took a p- photo of me that one day we went, we had some food together. I got the perfect picture for that public service announcement or whatever you want to call it. Uh, oh, you better get out of the studio so I don't have to make that public uh, public thing. Oh, absolutely. Carpeted walls, a staple of Fan Run Radio. Stay with us. Final segment of hour number one coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Life is more fun with a good... Final segment of hour number one right here on the G.I. Jake Show. Got a little interesting stat from our friend Jordan Moore. Sends me a list of teams with similar efficiency profiles to Tennessee since 2008 and how they did in the NCAA tournament. There are 10 teams other than this year's Tennessee team on this list, seven of which at least made the Elite Eight. Texas last year, Elite Eight. Kentucky 2010, Elite Eight. West Virginia 16, First round. Kansas, 2013, Sweet 16. Connecticut, 2009, Final Four. Kansas, 2012, lost Kentucky in the championship. Arizona, 2015, Elite Eight. Florida, 2017, Elite Eight. Villanova, 2009, Final Four. West Virginia, 2017, round of 16. Does that give you any hope for this team? It's weird. All those teams were kind of long ago. Besides, you said last Texas last Texas year. Texas right? last year, and it seemed like it was teams from like and that was team five, six, beat. ten plus years. Mm-hmm. Seems kind of crazy, um, but uh, I mean, it gives you hope. Obviously, if you're turning that way, you know. But everybody seems to think we're just uh, jinxed or something. 
come March. <laughs> I mean, we kind of are. <laughs> you know, so did those other teams have that problem? <laughs> I mean, it's basketball. I mean, that's I mean, all you can say. You're talking about some of the best teams, though, Kansas, Kentucky's. Well, and like I've told y'all before, I don't. everyone wants to say, well, Barnes is going to get it done in March. Listen, no coach at Tennessee has ever got it done in March. It's not a Rick Barnes thing. It's just a Tennessee thing. But have we always had teams that were capable of getting there, would you say? The 2000 – Bruce's second year in 2007, the year that we well, blew that number, 20 – Were we not the year we were number one? Was that the year with Tyler Smith? Yes. Mm. So, in that season, that was the year in which you lost Ohio State in the oh, Sweet 16. Greg Oden? Well, I mean, the thing is, like, in that game, you were up by 20 points. Yeah, that was a rolling. school night. Yeah. I went to bed. Thinking that we had won the game, I get up the next morning to find out after I you turned on the bed, buddy. I was young. A sweet sixteen game, buddy. I was young. You gotta ask your parents. Can I stay up? Well, I heard the wrath. <laughs> I heard the wrath. Golly, were your parents not big fans? Oh, yeah. dude, my dad was in the band at UT. <laughs> well, then you should understand. I would have been crying, pitching a fit. Well, I kind of just <laughs> dozed off, man. I was an athlete. I was oh, tired. Okay, putting in that work. But, <laughs> anyway, that's team in which I thought should have went all the way. Because you get past Ohio State, you're beating the teams that Ohio State what beat. Seed were we, that year? we were a two or a three seed that but year. Ohio State was probably pretty high up. With Mike Conley. They did have Mike Conley, didn't they? Yeah, they were good. I don't know. Did what... they win it all? Ohio State? No, they didn't win it all, did they? No, they lost to Florida in the championship game. Okay, that's right. But that's the team that I felt like could have went all the way. But yeah. but as a Tennessee fan, if you're looking at this, oh, and by the way, Bruce's uh, Elite Eight run, we should have been in the Final Four of that year. Yeah. Scotty Hobson, all he has to do is make his free throws and you're there. But when you look at those stats, can Tennessee get to the Final Four? Is anyone in here asking for a championship? I guess that should be my first question. Is anyone in here asking for a championship? I'm not asking for a championship. I just want to make the Final Four. If you make the Final Four, you've cemented yourself as the greatest coach in Tennessee history. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down just going to the Final Four. Um, we can. Uh, you always want championships. If you're good enough to win a championship, you want a championship, though, right? You want a championship, yes. There's only a handful of teams. You know, some of the stats Jordan puts out that – Considering our metrics on both offense and defense, there's only a few teams in the country right now that are capable of. I mean, but we saw everybody but UConn lose this weekend, it seemed like, that was ranked ahead of you. Mm -hmm. You know, UConn just looks dominant. I mean, they smashed uh, Marquette. Well, it's like we said a few weeks ago. I thought there were two teams that were leaps and bounds better than everybody, and that was UConn and Purdue. And Purdue Purdue goes goes down yesterday. I'm going to put it out there. I've I've been watching a lot of 30 for 30 recently. Get my uh, sports. Oh, they're so good. That's the only thing about ESPN that I like. Getting the the sports just like energy going. Yeah. And this weekend I watched Survive and Advanced again. One of my favorites about NC State Wolfpack. That's a great one. And I'm going to look at you gentlemen and say, no, I don't want just a Final Four appearance. I watched that team and I want it all. I want it all. Survive and Advanced, gentlemen. An early hot take. Survive in advance. I want to win it all. And you know what? UConn does look dominant. You're right. But you know yeah. who looked dominant during that time? Who? Houston. Houston was dominant. The Vice Lama Jamma. Exactly. 
they no one thought they could beat them. In fact, no one thought they could beat Virginia at that time because of Samson. There's a name for you in case any of you young kids don't know. Watch that 30 for 30. Samson was an elite oh, yeah, big man. Big. Mm-hmm. Jack. And I'm not saying that this team, I just want to finish this. I don't, I'm don't. i not saying this team is that type of underdog because obviously we're ranked. We're, we're playing well yeah. at times. But when we get into that tournament, I, I don't want just a – you're in it to win Just it, to right? win to the – yeah, I want to win it all. I, I want to win it all. I'm Marcus on this one. So, I, you know – Don't even need the music for this one. I like the Final Four idea. That'd be great to get there. But I don't want just a Final Four. I want it all. Especially mm. if you're going to be like a one or two seed, possibly. Could you imagine? Imagine with me. <laughs> you tell, you're going to tell me that Triple J wouldn't give Rick Barnes the biggest hug of his life if they <laughs> won it all? What's Connect averaging on that run? On that run, oh, at least 23. Yeah. At least 23 games. 23 games. Game. It's harder s- to score in March Madness. Of course Scores it is. high. Of course it is, which is why I dropped it to 23 arena. when I wanted in my heart to say 44. <laughs> he likes the big stage, though. I could see him maybe doing it, what Curry did for Davidson. Here, here's the ultimate thing. Once you get to March, and most of these guys know it because a lot of these guys have been there. <laughs> Unfortunately, we understand that you can just lose to anybody. Yep. Once once March happens, everything before means nothing. And we saw the Peacocks go on their run. So, <laughs> was it St. Peter's? Is that right? Yeah. 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 Beat Kentucky. So, once you hit March, I think they went to an Elite Eight, didn't they? St. Peter's? Yeah. At least a Sweet 16, I think. I think they went to the Elite Eight. It it Once you hit March, man, it's a totally different animal. And, and nothing that you've done before matters. All that matters is each game. And I you know what you have to do? You survive in advance. Well, the thing was, you beat Duke, and then you get this FAU team you don't know much about. They're a small team. You're like, oh, man, we really got a chance. And I think your mindset, I mean, as a fan, our mindset was like, oh, we got this. Like, we're going to Elite Eight. Yeah, because, we're going to beat FAU. Yeah, and you thought you were one of the Final Four because you knew K-State could not replicate the performance that they had had that Thursday. K-State, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But the hard part is you're going to, if you're a one or two C, the pressure is going to be huge because you're going to be favorites. I mean, you're going to. I mean, you're going to have the target on your back, and you know that. But so does every higher ranked C. I'm just sick of the fact there are teams like Minnesota, St. Joseph's, UMass, Western Kentucky, Charlotte, Dayton, Drake, Duquesne, FAU, George Mason, Georgia, all these Indiana are Final State. Four teams? Yes, all these teams have Final Fours. Yeah. And you've got none. Jacksonville has Jacksonville? a Final Four. Yes. New Mexico State. Penn. Princeton. Rutgers. St. Bonaventure. <laughs> San Diego State. Santa Clara. Seattle. Seton Hall. All of those schools have Final Four appearances. Providence has two. Loyola Chicago. Oh, man. LaSalle. Holy Cross. DePaul. Dartmouth. Now you're getting way back. New York University. When there was probably 12 teams. Jack, uh, what you, I, I, I interrupted him asking you. I want to know, do you want City Final College Four of New York. Right. Jack, tell me. Look me in the eye. Do you want, do you want a Final Four or do you, do you want it all? Man, the the most I've seen in my young life is that Sweet 16 run with Grant and Admiral and 
that was one of the most heartbreaking things in my what in my young that? life. Um, <laughs> Wyoming has a Final Four. So yeah, simply I wasn't cognizant for the Elite Eight run. Um, I would love to see that, and obviously Final Four would be great just to have that whole week to feel like one of the four best teams. So yeah, if we came up short in the Final Four, I'd be okay with it. Um, Rick Barnes would probably have the most secure job in all of the country. Damn, SMU has a Final Four. I want to talk to Joshy Boy. Let's get him in here next on the G.I. Jake Show. Joshy Boy, what's up, buddy? You sound mad. I am. (laughs) Well, I made some money on the NBA All-Star game last night. I took the over. Nice. I could have. Yeah, I could have taken that one. What was it set at? It was uh, 359 where I got it wow. yesterday. Yeah, That is ridiculous. <laughs> and I only watched uh, 10 seconds of it when uh, the final basket when the overcast. Cha-ching. Yep. <laughs> so uh, are you telling me, Jake, Santa Clara has a final four appearance? Yes. Some of these teams I've never heard of. Hey, Steve Nash went to Santa Clara, right? Yes. Yeah. Was it his team? I don't no, know. No, it was not his team. <laughs> I know. I'm just... but Joshua, <laughs> does it not make you mad that a team like New Mexico State has a Final Four and you don't? Duquesne. Can we just... It's hard to yeah, win. Hold on, hold on. Can we Duquesne, just... yes. Can we just point out, when Santa Clara went, it was 1952. Yeah, they still I mean, have one more Final Four appearance. Yeah, I Dartmouth, understand. Dartmouth probably went 1910. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. Like we have to like take this into account that yeah. basketball was Let's very Let's start good. in like the 80s. Yeah, they they went to a Final Four when there was no three-point line. Yeah, Jake, and there was probably like but, 10 teams. Okay, well, okay, let's start with the 80s. Georgia. Okay. A lethargic basketball program. Has a Final Four. That was the year when – that was 84. They went in 84. They were a pretty yeah. good team at that point. I mean, they lost to NC State, but I – because yeah. of the advance. And yeah, that was, in advance. I watched yeah. that. But, uh, guys, can we be honest? We haven't taken our basketball program serious since Bruce Pearl got here, though. I think we've, we're taking it serious now. Now, there was at one point, you know, during the Conzo Martin years where we didn't take it serious and – that was a common trend throughout the entire conference. I mean, yeah. we were a number two seed in the conference tournament that year in his first year, and we didn't even make the NCAA tournament. That's how much right. of a joke the SEC was when it came to basketball. We've also gotten unlucky. you got to yeah. be lucky in March a lot of times, too. Well, I mean, if Like you the bogus to... call on Lamonte Turner. You lose by a point to Ohio State. I'm sure there was funky that happened in that game, too. I mean, if Jarnell you know Stokes mean? doesn't get that charge call yes, on him, exactly. I mean, you're so, going to yeah. We need some year. luck to happen, too. Well, I mean, Virginia – I think didn't they win it the year they beat Purdue the year we lost to Purdue? I uh, they got lucky in that game like it was a tip yeah. out and then a crazy play to beat Purdue. So I mean, you gotta crazy have some play luck, to beat Auburn. You know, I mean, Leitner shot. I mean, they won the championship that year. I mean, come on, you gotta have some luck. Well, I mean, if you look at the luck stat last year, Tennessee was actually one of the unluckiest teams yeah. in all of college basketball. Yeah. Now, how much that plays into it, I don't know. I'd hope that uh, our friend Jordan could give me some stats on that. Our luck rating for the <laughs> yeah. past ten years. He probably can't so, uh, find everything. Jake, if uh, we went out the rest of our SEC games and uh, maybe North Carolina or Arizona gets a couple of losses, do you think we'll get a one seed in the tourney? 
it's so hard to predict, but, I mean, you would assume that if you went out and other teams start losing around you that are supposedly ranked higher and better than you, uh, you would expect yeah. it. But, of course, Josh, right. as you know, there's a, there's an agenda that comes, you know, with the way that these teams are selected. I mean, it, that has never changed. It's never going to change. There's always an agenda out there by somebody. It does not matter if it's the NCAA tournament, the college football playoff, or what the price of a Totino's pizzas are going to be when you go to Walmart. Like, there's always an agenda out there. CBS updated their bracket at 9 o'clock this morning, and they still have us as a two seed right now in Purdue's or in UConn's East Region. Oh, yeah, guys, uh, out the door, if uh, if we make the Final Four, I wonder if they'll give Bruins a lifetime extension. See ya. Appreciate the phone call, Josh. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much a given at that What's point. What's a lifetime contract for Barnes, though? The he's three. already got – he's already just, up there. Today. Just coach till you're done. I uh, just wanted to point out real quick because I was doing a little research because I don't know why Santa Clara has been on our <laughs> target list. They've had two first-round picks in the, and the 2022 and the 2023 draft, one in each. Wow. Uh, Who so was it? It was J-Dub. Yep, J-Dub in uh, 2022 for Oklahoma State – or Oklahoma State, uh, Oklahoma City. And then uh, in the 2023 draft, it was Brandon Podzimski Who? for Golden State. Podzimski. He's their rookie. He's a, he's been balling actually. He's uh he's wow. a 19th overall pick. Wow. He did. Now I will say he did start off at Illinois before moving on to Santa Clara. I've always wanted to do that. Do you know the uh, the mascot for the uh, Santa Clara team? Any guesses? What the reindeer? No, but you're on the right track. It's an animal. Yeah. Is it the bucks? No. One more guess. Antelopes. Bears. Antelopes no, are. You're, 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 Antelopes are GCU. Thundering herd. That's no, I think I think we need. A, <laughs> we're gonna have to go to. It's the Broncos. I just wanted uh, to see if anyone could guess it. But you were on the right track. Horse type animals. I mean, I mean, when I think of Santa Clara, I think of Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, so do I. Goodness, that's gonna do it for hour number one. Hour number two of the GI Jake Show coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you ready to?